Cowabunga, motherfuckers! Cowabunga, motherfucking bunga! How you doing? I'm here. We had surf talk, baby! Surf. It's surf talk. We're talking the sand. We're talking the dunes. We're talking the waves. We're talking hanging with the bras. Oh. The bras. The bras. The bros. And the brazizes. And the banana hammocks. Oh, that too. <laughs> if that's your kind of thing. We're accepting yeah. of all communities here. Except, except the wakeboarders. Uh, yeah, no wakeboarders. No, we don't like them. And we also don't want the... If, uh, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry, you mouthed something. What was that? Uh, we don't want the... Wow. Irish. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. What you say about them, though, might have to be verified. All right. Yeah, it might. It might need to be. We might yeah. have to censor that until we. Uh, until we do some more research. Until we do our own research. We should definitely do our own research. Yes. Into the the just Google what's wrong with the Irish and uh, <laughs> read whatever comes up. Put it into TikTok. Who knows? They probably have something on it. Yeah, they probably got something. Uh, what's what's going on, Donkey Kong? Uh, I've know. already called you Donkey Kong before. I'm not going with that nickname. Yeah. Uh, what's uh, what's going on, Clam Ham chowder. Sam? Clam Ham Sam? <laughs> clam Ham Sam? Because you like clam chowder and you like ham. Oh, and your yeah. name is Samuel. Yeah. I wonder. Is that a flavor people do clam and ham together? Yeah, yeah. They put ham and clam chowder, and they do it in ham chowder. Oh, do they? Yeah, clam and ham. For sure. Oh, cool. Yeah. I guess because it rhymes. Yeah, you put bacon on clam chowder for sure. That's that's a, definitely mm. a thing. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Bacon bits on a clam chowder. You put a you put <laughs> bacon bit up on that clam chowder. I tell you, that make a real nice. Well, I yeah, I, you know, I I don't I don't usually go <laughs> up north, but when I do, I have big bowl clam chowder. You know, big old. I, put I, bacon I, it's on it's good to know for when I make my vegan version mm -hmm. of a clam chowder. Yeah. I don't know why I would do that <laughs> or what it would be. Yeah, I mean, there'd be like a lot of oat milk and stuff. I don't know. There's so many like, that, like that's, what, 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 that's what like could... a milk-based dish. And yeah. the problem is like thickening anything besides milk with something like that is going to make it feel like kind of sloppy, <laughs> not as chowdery. But I yeah. mean, you could you could definitely, I mean, make a pretty convincing chowder, I think, if you use the right proportion of roux to cornstarch. Mm. Um, I think you could probably thicken it up pretty good, but it would like, it would probably like kind of, uh, it would only be good hot once after that it would keep kind of funny and get like brickish. And also it would start, it would keep getting browner and browner <laughs> probably. I kind of like it that way, baby. <laughs> I like it when it gets browner and browner. I always notice that whenever we did soups on the hot bar. Like uh -huh. the milk-based soups would like oh get disgusting within get like disgusting. an hour and yeah. they'd be like why does this look so bad I'm like because you have to fucking heat it to fucking temperature and then do, do you really need me to explain <laughs> this because like you should be able as my boss to do your job and figure out why it looks so bad but then we would also like take it off cool it down and then reheat it mm -hmm. <laughs> you know like because they would use use like reheated soups and then like they would just get look really gross oh the yeah they look they look pretty pretty junky they would look pretty, pretty junky. funky pretty junky <laughs> <laughs> and those things like let me tell you like hot bar soup wells that's nothing but a breeding breeding spot for disease <laughs> oh yeah fucking old men go up and put in fucking for 
I, I feel like for every time I catch someone like dipping their like mouth onto the fucking ladle mm -hmm. for that shit, like there must be like ten other people I don't see. Oh and, yeah, and you see it often enough not like every day but like maybe once a week or so in busier places someone's fucking putting their mouth and, on one of the soup ladles and shit and, and it's you disgusting. don't have you don't have eyes on it 20 uh the entire time oh no no one has no eyes one, on. no, no, one, no one you don't does. have a soup security guard they can no. afford that <laughs> even with the soup security guard you know like that they would still be like sipping on the on uh -huh. the soup you know when no one's right. looking or sneezing in it or putting their finger in it <sighs> to taste it yeah you yeah. gotta ban the soup. I've soup also guy. seen. I've also seen people like put it into a little sample ramekin. Yeah, that's fine. Sip some, uh -huh. and then pour the rest back. No, in. <laughs> it's yeah. fine if they pour it into a little ramekin. That's what it's there oh, for. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. No, it's that's hundred percent cool. No, if you I, want to sample the soup, just ask for a ramekin. You can have all the motherfucking sa soup samples. Yeah. You can gotta make a goddamn meal out of one it. Time. No one cares. No, <laughs> nobody, nobody works yeah. at a fucking Whole Foods. Fucking cares. Uh, one time I saw a guy like do ten of those. He uh -huh. just kept drinking them. All good, like, good for right, him. Good for him. No, no, he's, straight he's up. getting his soup on. Uh huh. No. <laughs> He's trying out the soups, deciding if he wants to buy one. Most likely not, but there's a 5% chance he might have the best fucking yeah. lobster bisque fucking <laughs> corn chowder ass shit mm -hmm. in his life and like be like, all right, all right. Yeah, all right. Yeah, this truffle corn chowder, not so bad. I'll spend $8 per cup. <laughs> <laughs> on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like which is basically what those things were. Soup is so soup is such a scam there. Soup is a scam. Yeah. Like especially by white, soup's a scam. Yeah. I mean it's and it's a series of places. It's like made by a a, a fucking soup factory that's or like owned by a larger food conglomerate. Yeah. Soup comes from a can. It was put there by a man Soup in a comes factory from a bag. <laughs> yeah. uh, soup, soup comes from a bag. It, it was, was put, put there, there by, by a man. Ape. <laughs> oh, it was put there by a what, my friend? You can't say that on. You I'm, can't say that on Star Trek. I'm not going to go back and censor that out. <laughs> going to have to put you down, boy. You done wrong. <laughs> you said the unsayable. Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> what's what's the what's the stinkiest alleyway you ever been in? You remember an alleyway that smelled so bad you like gagged? I passed by a coworker uh -huh. today that <laughs> that smelled really bad. Uh -huh. Probably wor than worse than any alley I've ever been in. Really? Yeah. You think it was his alleyway? <laughs> yeah, it's probably his alley. You think you don't wipe? <laughs> baby don't wipe, 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 Baby, don't wipe. <laughs> I got my chilies, baby, don't wipe. Barbecue sauce. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Booty hole sauce. I do. Uh, that's, that's fun. Yeah. I enjoy that. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for your contribution there. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, we're here to do something today. Oh, uh, yeah. So we have a Patreon. Do you know that? We do have a Patreon. And it's patreon.com slash dumbidiotbs. If uh, you go up on there, uh, you'll uh, be able every week to recommend media for us to watch. Mm -hmm. And uh, then you can vote on it. And this was voted on in like a four-way tie. So we just got to choose two of the things on there. Oh, nice. And uh, Or I got to choose. You didn't really have a say. No, I didn't have anything to say. I, I, I think I chose two things you would probably be like 
most okay with. I don't know. I mm. thought this episode was all right. And it was the yeah. thing about this episode, it was recommended like five times before and it was really? in the running five times before and it yeah. always got some votes, but not enough to win. Oh. And so this time it was in a four way tie and I'm like, fine, we'll just fine. do that this yeah, time. Get yeah. it out of the way. Uh, whoever recommended which, that, which, thank you. Which is funny because I have never seen an episode of the Orville before. Yeah. Did so, you not intend to? No, I just, yeah, I just kind of avoid it because, like, Seth, there's something about Seth MacFarlane's face that really, like, invokes a reaction out of me that I... Right. <laughs> he's just very unsettling to look at to me. Yeah, he, he does have, uh, I think you put it, like, a smugness to him. He has a smug face. Yeah, he, like, he, like, he's, like, he knows he's very rich. Yes. And he, he's, Off like, of copying other properties. <laughs> like, you know. because Family Guy was a copy of The Simpsons. And then mm-hmm. he copied Family Guy to make the Cleveland show and then copied yeah. or copied An American fan, fan, Dad. Yeah, yeah. And then and this feels like a beat for beat, shot for shot remake of Star of Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it feels actually it does like capture kind of a similar feeling to like Star like Trek TNG. Trek. Yeah. It's just like very long. Very long. Like I like, I, I like I, I think there was I think uh, at at one point I paused to look how much I had left because I was like, how long is this episode? Yeah, but it was yeah. only like a little over an hour, but it felt like it was so about, much longer. It was about an hour 15. Yeah. So it was almost, it was about as long as like a bad movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It just kept going. I was just like, how much is, how much is in this? Mm-hmm. And uh, I, it was, cause like, is it like that? Because was this, is it, was this season? Cause this is, we watched the third season. I've never seen the Orville before. So I, yeah, me so I was, I was spending a lot of time just catching up, uh-huh. <laughs> like just, just kind of just like trying to fi- just use context clues to figure yeah. out what's going on. Yeah. And that's kind of how I wrote my notes too, as like yeah. a first time watcher. So like, Oh, you know, someone I get to uh, be known as like the, the person that the episode kind of centers around other than Topa is Grayson, the commander. Yes. And, uh, you know, at first I just say the commander because I, I don't quite get her name because they don't say I, it. I, the only people's names I picked up were Topa because they say Topa's name I never get times. The, I don't think I get the captain's name, so I just call I him. I didn't like, either. <laughs> I call him, like, Captain Family Guy and shit Captain like that. Captain Family Guy, yeah. yeah. And the only other name I picked up was Isaac's, the robot. Uh, yeah, Isaac because, is definitely there. Uh, because, like, also, I picked up on that because Bo- I was like, Bo- oh, Isaac Asimov. Bo- Bordis, the dad. Bordis, yeah, I picked up one. I, well, I forgot. I forgot. actually forgot his name, but yeah. Bordis, I remember. I now I kind of remember because also mm-hmm. Like Bort, you know Simpsons reference. So, sure, sure. But yeah, you know, but uh, but yeah, like uh, I didn't catch Bordis's husband's name. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Okay. Um. It was it was it was complicated. It was complicated. Yeah. Well, and, well, I, and, I, and I and I think I was texting Lucy throughout this because Lucy's seen it and mm-hmm. like I was just like, can you tell me who these Klingons are? <laughs> because they're like, kind of Klingon, but they're, we'll, they're we'll, very, we'll, they're very we'll, Klingon. We'll get into that. Except they're like, like yeah, we, a Klingon of all gay dudes. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get into this. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what we watched this week was the Orville, season three, episode five, "A Tale of Two Topus." Yes. Uh, this was released on June thirtieth, twenty twenty two. So just last year, mm-hmm. uh, it was written, directed produced by Seth MacFarlane. Mm-hmm. So this is like, and it ostensibly stars him too. So it's like, although he's not in it too much. And also like this, 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 I guess, does this season have like a different name than the other two seasons? Cause I think it was called like, um, like, uh, the Orville new horizons or something like, was it? I'm yeah. During sure. the opening theme, it said like new Horizons. So I was like, huh. wait, is that, that's not the name of the episode. Is that just like what this is called? Is it called New- the Orville? Like, I don't know, man. You're, yeah, I, I don't really want to get. Is this into also that. the first episode of or- or- Orville you've seen? Yeah. 
Wow. So okay. So yeah, we're so, both we're both going in blind. Then. Oh, 100 <laughs> percent. I stuck it in raw, baby. I just put this on, started taking notes, and I'm like, it helps yeah. that there is it is so similar to Star Trek where you can just like infer a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like Yeah, it, it built it up pretty well and like it addressed the main characters in the story by name well enough to know I, where I knew their role and people who didn't really matter quite as much. Yeah. It didn't really address and I I, I appreciate that. Uh, yeah. it was it was written like, I don't know, kind of predictably. Um Yeah. Yeah. That's the only that that is my one complaint i will go in saying it i think it was a very predictable um script yeah like it didn't hold like like you know i guess like you know you can like make connections between this episode and um what was the episode with um the um non-binary person and oh uh, the outcast the outcast you can make a lot of connections i think with that from tng from tng because like it's almost kind of very similar in scope but i think Mm -hmm. like i think the outcast i think i don't know it told a more compelling story in a way. Like, it, it told a tighter story. It told a ti- it, uh, yeah, it told a tighter I, story. I actually, honestly, I think I might prefer this story. Really? And but I it does have a happier ending. I definitely prefer this acting. Mm. The acting on here is actually pretty fucking good. They are they are going the, the, uh, full pussy out. Yeah, the, the, acting, the script yeah. is like a 5 out of 10, mm-hmm. but like the acting is pretty fucking good. Uh, and yeah. their delivery of it is pretty fucking good. The which I mean, is good. there are some like TNG episodes that are elevated entirely by their acting, and their yeah. script is pretty weak. And yeah. this is, you know, kind of like a mediocre script elevated by like a cast that seems pretty cohesive. At least yeah. the the central characters that they put in this story. Yeah, like for me, I, I think I I could be, even though like this was like completely I've never seen a single episode of the Overview before. Like, mm-hmm. but I could see where the story was going and yeah. happened exactly how I knew what happened but mm-hmm. like you know which is good because i think with the subject matter it is good to have like a happy ending on this because it because it, right. it starts off like you know grim very grim and very grim <laughs> like very <laughs> like very dark where you're mm-hmm. just like oh god like this can only end one or two ways and the yeah. and, and and the one and the other way is going to be like too depressing to film so mm-hmm. it's just like so yeah it's it's good that it had everything but it be kind of it was kind of telegraphed from like very far away and definitely didn't need to go on an hour 40 15 you know yeah like, yeah uh, i mean like they had a b plot that wasn't really necessary but was good yeah it was good for some levity every now and again but the le- I, I feel like the levity they tried in this episode for the most part didn't work yeah there is like i only really laughed at one part yeah. really but like it like it probably did need like more mm-hmm. levity or some or another something to do more interesting with the um with the alien ruins because i thought yeah. that was going somewhere mm-hmm. and going to actually tie into the main plot but it no, never did no it was just like a very distant b plot yeah i was just like because especially when they introduced like the fact that they were able to use that their technology to compile what the alien the, the extinct alien race looked like mm-hmm. i thought that was going to come in handy with um showing topa like you know oh that technology like yeah. to recreate exactly yes. what they looked that that would be that would make sense you're not wrong <laughs> yeah 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 that, that is a missed opportunity because that, that, that was like a Chekhov's gun almost yeah. that they just didn't follow through on and they could have because it seems like Seth MacFarlane gets unlimited time on these episodes it's unlimited time so yeah you I, just yeah do whatever the fuck so he wants I thought that was going to come back and I thought mm. that's the whole reason why it was introduced so I mm. thought it was actually going to come back and be beneficial to the story to the no, to, and, I can see why yeah yeah but never did and i was kind of like oh okay well yeah so i think it needed if it had some more of that like tie in like the 
more of the sci-fi story into yeah. like the human story mm-hmm. like that i think yeah that would have well, that would have melded really well with me let's jump right into it yeah. so we open on a dinosaur ass thing flying over an enormous <laughs> desert bunker dinosaur ass thing Di- i don't know where it is uh below the crew is like a double pterodactyl yeah uh, below the crew is mapping the temple but there's nothing really <laughs> in there or so they think. Yes. Captain Family Guy is walking <laughs> around with a data pad, and he's writing letters to Anaya. He can't send them, but he figures she might want to read them later. Suddenly, when their communications are blocked at the moment, so suddenly they find something in the temple. They've discovered a vault that's heavily booby-trapped, and a robot named Isaac suggests they stand back while he open it. They walk into a chamber, and it's echoey. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, sorry. Echoey. Echoey. Um, there's a bunch of treasure there. Yeah, it was, it was kind of like the, like an Aladdin reveal. Yeah, yeah, Aladdin <laughs> or like a Indiana Jones kind of reveal. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do feel like, like, I'm guessing they're post-scarcity in mm-hmm. this, in this, uh, with their, um, uh, in this Time. Yeah, but it's it's a lot of artifacts, it's and artifacts, artifacts yeah. do have value because people like Picard will actually like put up real fucking whatever yeah. credits or latinum yeah. or whatever. He'll make a, a good trade for like rare shit. And that's why I was kind of like, and it did. I, I was thinking it was kind of funny. Like they also have like a love for um, Xeno archaeology, mm-hmm. like I'm like um, that Picard does. So I was yeah. just like, oh, that's their time. In. Yeah, and Xeno archaeology is kind of like. I don't know, inherently colonialist in a yeah. in a way. Uh, yeah, they are going in and just robbing. Like, I'm, I'm sure, like this civilization is long dead. Like, I think they said like ten thousand years. I don't know. Yeah, remember. are there? But but are there any of them like existing left in the galaxy? Because like, yeah. If so, they should be passed down to those peoples yeah. and stuff like that. You know. Yeah. But it did seem like their whole this whole planet is dead. Hmm. Like it just seemed like there's maybe some sort of catastrophe that possibly like but i mean they're still out breathing the air so i'm just like <laughs> or like maybe they should leave it well for like future inhabitants like yeah. just to have ruins and stuff because yeah. if they plunder the ruins and stuff then people won't be able to dig up things and figure out that their ancestors actually did something and learn yeah. from their mistakes yeah it could be that they that. didn't go extinct they could have just like they could have like reached a level of development where they right. aban- where they abandoned the planet yeah like what if we and how would like our academics feel now if we just like found like completely robbed grave sites you know and, and like stuff like that stuff we could have learned from yeah but it's completely plundered it, it fucking sucks to yeah. you know go in and find an, an empty room mm-hmm. when there could have been something that like proved the greatness of a civilization yeah. that to us never existed yeah could have answered like the question of the universe could have had the 42 thing yeah sure <laughs> it's not that kind of podcast brother oh no so uh, later the ship I don't know what it's called oh the Orville sorry the Orville <laughs> Is flying above the. Cl- I, every and that's one thing that I, every single time I hear I see this name I think I I don't think of like I, I think of a Wright. dog. I think of Orville Redenbacher. Oh yeah, you think, <laughs> hey, hey, I want some popcorn, little children. I got a big kettle for <laughs> Apparently, Orville Redenbacher money though, like I guess like his son mm-hmm. um, invested in like um, Maryland um, double uh, double uh, um, little, uh, not little league, but. Um, Minor league, minor league uh, baseball teams. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. He was. Yeah. I don't know. I always thought that was interesting. I I don't. <laughs> <laughs> 
So uh, the ship is flying above the planet, the Orville, and some of the artifacts are almost 17,000 years old. They find a razor for facial grooming, and the commander excuses herself for some downtime. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Eating ne- the horse. Next, they're on an alien ship, uh, and they're uh, being attacked. The deflectors go down, and it's clear that they're losing. Just as their vessel is destroyed, the training program pauses. Mm. Uh, the commander on the ship, who's like a child, failed and beats their hand on a desk, and they're also like an alien too. Yeah, they look like, like a little Klingon alien. Yeah, thing. a little Klingon. Kind of, kind of, kind of. Honestly, like they look a lot like the reimagined Klingons on Star Trek Discovery. They do, yeah. Yeah, and I kind of, I, I kind of get that sense. I mean, like mm-hmm. I don't know anything about the Orville <laughs> besides yeah. this episode, and it, and it talks about. I think their their uh, species is called the what the Malkai or yeah Mal Malkan Malkans or yeah. So it's like, um, and it does seem like they possibly have a warrior culture. Yeah, it seems like that. It's definitely a male-dominated culture. Yeah, but it, it seems like at least the the one who actually fights here is a fucking wimp at all points. Yeah, and so I don't know if they're maybe they're like a incompetent warrior culture, like or maybe mm. this guy's more like a wharf where he just doesn't get it. Yet. <laughs> yeah, oh. maybe and maybe in the Oroville Deep Space Nine, it'll come into his own. <laughs> oh my god! Imagine if. Oh my god! Yikes! Don't. Don't do that to don't, me. Don't don't wish it. Into oh, don't existence. do that to my. Oh, don't do that to me. So, um, the simulation's over. The alien, whose name is Topa, is interrupted by the commander Grayson, who asks if they were running the command program. Topa says, "When they're old enough, they want to go into command. They set up some time to work together." Uh, then we get the opening credits at seven minutes and ten seconds. Mm-hmm. So, kind of a that was that was pretty long. Mm-hmm. But I mean, this whole episode's long. Yeah, so <laughs> it's an okay opening theme. Yeah. I don't, I don't hate it. It's, it's fine. It's like better than like Star Trek Discovery or Picard, but yeah. not amazing. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, I do like. I mean, I will say for this, where the Orville does have the same, does they do great links to make it look like a like TNG era Star Trek show? <laughs> they do, and they the production is good in that respect because they actually mm-hmm. pretty much nail it. I yeah. think for the most oh, part. Oh yeah, yeah. That's why I was thinking. Like, I mean, like every all the sets are so familiar. Mm-hmm. They also I mean they should also show they have like a holodeck, mm-hmm. um, and um, yeah, just everything and like the the um, the recreation like like restaurant type area pretty much looks like ten forward. Yeah, like everything everything is similar. Enough. It's eleven middle. <laughs> eleven middle, yeah, and so like everything looks familiar enough where it's just like. <laughs> It it, it it like you know kind of it's almost it's so familiar where you kind of already kind of like have dialed into this episode so right right yeah yeah it's you know it is it, it does nail it on production i think the production value is great it's not mm-hmm. something i noticed much while watching it because everything is well done enough to where it doesn't like suspend my disbelief yeah there's some like close-ups on uh, some of the practical effect makeup Mm-hmm. That I'm like, okay, maybe that's a little too high resolution for what they're trying to do there. Yeah. But it's like, you know, you see the same on like 90s Trek, and that's fine. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know. I think it's pretty, pretty fine. Yeah. Yeah. So when we come back, the commander Grayson is in her quarters when Topa enters. They get a jump on command training. The commander explains daily rounds. Norm MacDonald is in the credits, and that psychs me out. Yeah, I was I know, like, I saw "What? He's gonna be on here? That's fucking cool!" So and I was like, "Where's Tom? And then he has one line. Yeah. So <laughs> the commander enters a room, and there's a problem. There's a naked alien doing some work. He insists he's within his rights 
to be naked insists, insists he's within his rights to be naked. She asks him to put on a uniform, and he says it's against his religion. He reminds her the union is supposed to respect all religions. She has a compromise, put on some pants, and he <laughs> agrees. Which is kind of like, you know, I was kind of like, kind of wondering, I was thinking back on this episode after I watched it, I was just like, kind of thinking like, at first, like, oh, this really served nothing to the story. Mm-hmm. But then I kind of like, it's kind of an encapsulation of the story as a whole. Yeah. Of like, it's basically like, the entire, the story kind of like boiled down into like two minutes or just like, you know, the respect of alien cultures whether or not you respect it or you kind of have to compromise, re- compromise respect yeah, at, tolerance with, yeah like especially on a intergalactic scale where there's like competing ideas of um of uh of belief yeah, and, and social norms and social norms yeah. and just like do you continue to allow to do some uh allow someone to do something that's disrupting to everybody else or right. do you like have to step in and change it so, sure yeah. sure and like at what point do you say like can you not masturbate at work now for <laughs> yeah. religious reasons is that not okay oh, 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 oh i'm sorry i thought this was the galactic union or whatever yeah. it's called <laughs> <laughs> yeah what is they called the galactic union i think, I think so yeah okay okay I, you know it's just like it's it's like it's basically like this is almost like um a different timeline trek mm-hmm it's basically if like if like one thing happened, uh, that would be an interesting like thing to do. It turns out this is just a different timeline in the same universe yeah. as Star Trek. It's just like, this is like there was some divergent thing that happened, yeah. and then like and then, Sigma like, Trek or some shit. And then like and then like at the in the last episode, like Q intervenes and like, well, mm-hmm. now you see what would happen, Picard, if you didn't. <laughs> now you see what would happen if this was written by Family Guy. <laughs> Take it back, take it back, you damn it, take it back. <laughs> As you wish, P card. Mm. And then, yeah, then it just goes back to the normal TNG timeline. Oh, yeah. That'd be pretty good. <laughs> if Family Guy was, an, just... if Seth MacFarlane was elected president <laughs> <laughs> in, 20, in 2024, this would be your, be your president. I feel like he would have a chance, to be honest. Probably. Yeah. I feel, got... en- I feel enough people really like Family Guy. Yeah. Yeah, there's enough people that are like his type of people that I don't know if they're like active voters at all, though. <laughs> no. I feel like they're the type of people that have a Rick and Morty bong. Yeah, and I, I feel they have like um, some sort of like sex based felony that keeps them from voting <laughs> anyway. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hopefully not. You know they do. I, I'm for universal suffrage. I think even sex felons should be able to vote. No. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. They have interest, too. They're part of the population that needs to be served. I think all prisoners should be able to vote. Uh, that, that's for sure, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm a prison abolitionist, too, so I believe yeah. all these people should be in different sorts of protective custody that are not in prison. Well, I mean, but, I mean, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, in the reality we live in now, they got a sex-based felony that keeps them from voting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's true. Uh, so... Grayson and Topa walk into engineering and everybody's happy for Topa. A blob played by Norm MacDonald laughs at her joke and kisses ass. Yeah. Honestly, this is a total waste of Norm. It is so sad. (laughs) I was just like, oh, Norm's going to say something else. This is something he like recorded on a phone. It is. Yeah. Like uh, he appears and then just like doesn't appear for the rest. I mean, I think you see him. Yeah. You see a blob later going into a concert. But but it's just like, but yeah, he's just, it's just like a blob sliding Mm. around and yeah, just like Norm, they just called Norman is like, 
Ah, uh, yeah, I'll record my line. <laughs> yeah, that'll be twenty thousand dollars. I'm gonna blow at a casino. <laughs> yeah. Huh. 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 Uh, so her and Topa walk into engineer. Oh, sorry. No, I already read that. Uh, commander Grayson explains ass kissing to Topa. Topa asks the commander why she joined the fleet, and she explains she likes the satisfaction of helping others succeed. Mm. Uh, Grayson asks Topa why they want to join, and they say they're searching for belonging, basically. Mm. Uh, they say they don't sleep well and that they're unhappy. Over with Captain Cleveland show, he's discussing things with the doctor. Commander Grayson enters, and the captain says the Union is sending a science team for the temple excavation. Grayson says they're worried about Topa, who is struggling, and she knows there's something different about him. Mm-hmm. The doctor asks for the, uh, him to drop by their office. She asks for guidance. Yeah, th- at this point, I didn't know what they're referencing because I'm guessing no. this was established in a previous episode. I think so, definitely. Yeah, because like they referenced this episode, the mm-hmm. the other episode later in this ep- in this episode. But when they were talking about this, mm-hmm. and uh, I was just like, "Is Topa like a secret weapon, <laughs> or is yeah, this like right? is like is is Topa like a like a MK? Oh, Ultra- she got a secret weapon, all right. <laughs> she got that girl. Dude. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was just like, is is I was thinking like, oh, is Topa like a like an MK Ultra type agent that's like mm-hmm. they picked up and they don't know what oh, the act- a sleeper cell. Yeah, like a sleeper cell agent they don't mm-hmm. know and and is and are these like troubling dreams like right. proof that like they're gonna be like activated or something. Mm-hmm. So yeah, at this point I had no idea what this episode was about or mm-hmm. the the previous history of Topa. Yeah. So I so I just I had no idea what yeah, they're even so, referencing. <laughs> so so what they're referencing is apparently Topa was born female mm-hmm. and was altered without her knowledge mm-hmm. or his knowledge now mm-hmm. because they're now uh, they've been altered to be biologically male so I, you know, I, I'm get, and I get it looks like they consider um, female like females to be an aberration in their culture mm-hmm. yeah so, they so, have like a very misogynistic culture to where yeah. like yeah it's like shameful to be a woman the kind yeah, of like Ferengi culture yeah and I'm, and I'm, and I'm wondering if it's like and are, are, are the women born or is that so rare that that's why it's like, where yeah. is like, is there, is it just like women are born? It never like, really answered that. Yeah, like I, I, that's what I was curious about. I was like, is is just like, are 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 they more? Are males born more often? And can males procreate? I think they do. Okay. So I'm guessing like I think because like I guess that's what happens is like yeah mm-hmm. like they procreate with each other. Right. And like and then like so but they often produce males and women mm-hmm. and, and uh, females extremely rare. So that's okay. why they. Alter, then that's what I, that's what I'm guessing. Like, that, I'm not sure. Yeah, that that's kind of what I inferred from the whole episode, yeah. but I don't know for sure. Yeah, we we don't know. Yeah, <laughs> we're just we're just speculating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a treatise on gender written by Family Guy. <laughs> so Seth just handled much more better than you would think the Family Guy would handle it. <laughs> very true. Very true. Yeah. So Seth McFamily Guy says it's t- uh, time to talk to Bordis. Yeah. So over in the dining hall, two guys with funny heads are eating when Grayson enters. She has Topa training, and for that, the aliens are thankful. Uh, They offer her some Culp, the green one, and she doesn't love it. She says she has something to talk about and addresses telling Topa about his origins. One of them is incredulous, the dick dad, but they 
do uh, not feel the time is right is Topa Parents. So there's two dads here. There's Bordis and the Dick Dad, whose name I didn't get. I'm just going to call him the Dick Dad. Yeah. Because he's a dickhead the whole episode. We can call, we can call him Earl. Well, he's the dick dad. Yeah, dick dad. Uh, so Grayson implores the parents to talk to Topa. When she leaves, they argue about what to tell Topa. And there's some pretty decent acting here. I yeah. think, especially the guy who plays Bordis is like really killing it. Grayson does a pretty good job on this episode too, but the the Bordis guy and Topa does a pretty good job, I think, as well. Yeah, from what I could tell from the, from um, this species, they seem to have a very like direct, emotionless delivery to their except except very like angry. It's very in somewhere in between like Klingon and Ferengi in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they're 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 they seem to be also they they also both seemed very stiff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's I was just trying to figure out like Yeah, they had like stiff backs and walked yeah, stiffly like Yeah, that. and so like they seem like they're a very rigid society. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm guessing, like we don't know. Or maybe but, they just like are always anal training. So they got to have good <laughs> posture or else it's going to fall out. I mean, it seems like you know, if dudes, you bend over too far, it's going to come out, baby. I mean, they, 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 they seem like the dudes be fucking. They oh, be. they do. They do be fucking, they be sucking. Mm-hmm. They be that's why their names are Topa, is because they couldn't name her Top. <laughs> yeah. Or him at this point. I yes, don't know. Him. Yeah, I don't know what to call them. Yeah, maybe up just until maybe, this point. maybe just they, yeah, for now. Right, right. Because, yeah. yeah for... It means, yeah, it's like, because obviously, like at this point, they're not actually identical. They don't feel right, like they're right. a male. Yeah. Right. But they are. They don't feel like they're. Well, I mean, they haven't chosen to be a female. And, yeah. like, so, yeah, I don't, I don't want to dead gender them. Yeah. It's hard to know what to do since yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna we're not we're not into dead gendering on this podcast. That's yeah. some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I basically quit a job over that. Yeah, yeah, super. <laughs> so um, later, Topa tells Grayson. Uh, uh, sorry, Topa meets Grayson and. Topa tells her that his father has forbidden them. Sorry, their father. Whatever has forbidden them to continue their training and must defer to the captain now. They don't like this as they feel a connection with Grayson and implores her to talk with her father. Yeah, I was kind of getting the sense like Topa's kind of like Wesley Crusher. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, like, yeah, like a, a really do-good kid who like yeah. is hyper-competent, um, mm-hmm. everyone in the crew seems to like, and is like kind of always around. And seems to be getting trained to enter. Yeah, groomed. Groomed. <laughs> they're the- these are the real groomers, baby. Yeah, like they're they're setting like Topa up to enter. I'm not a sure military. That, yeah, is it called Starfleet? What's it called? Uh, the Union. The Union thing. I the Galactic know. Union. Something. Well, like I was that. like the Galactic Union, like just like the larger thing, or is like they have a specific uh, word, what they call. The like, fa- family Galactus. The family Galactus. Uh, family. Yeah, to Lucky join. It's a family Galactus. <laughs> yeah, they're basically training Topa to join the family Galactus. Yeah. yeah. So um, later, Topa enters archaeology and they're restructuring what an ancient alien looks like. Uh, scene you talked about earlier. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Topa excuses themselves to talk with Isaac, a robot, and asks them what it's like to be dead. Yeah. Uh, obvious Topa is considering suicide here. yeah yeah that was i was like that was taking taking me aback i was like damn this is getting dark like, yeah like this is getting really ser- really serious yeah yeah which is actually like you know i think it's important to talk about self-harm in relation to you know the trans community because yeah. it is so incredibly prevalent yeah yeah you know um 
and you know there's there's a lot of reasons for that yeah. you know there's social reasons there's chemical reasons but mm-hmm. you know a lot of it is just because they don't feel accepted and they don't yeah. feel like they're in the right place in the world yeah. and, that's uh, why gender affirming surgery is so important because that's like, absolutely it's for, it's for mental health right it, it, it's yeah. yeah it's it's one of it has that has one of the best like outcomes of any kind of surgery yeah um, and like one of the most promising outcomes, it, it's like has a suicide drop rate of something like seventy three percent, which Damn. is fucking crazy. That is wild. Yeah. And like, if you had a medication that could promise that, it would be the most popular antidepressant on the market. Yeah. Because nothing works like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, nothing works like feeling like you're in the correct body that you yes. are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. So, I'm glad that they fucking. I'm 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 glad they went there. Yeah, they actually went there, and uh, I'm gonna have to say it, say it one time. Bravo, Family Guy, <laughs> Seth MacFarlane. You done yeah. it. You done it. You you addressed something that is important to me, and that isn't uh, in the national dialogue. Yeah, it's brought up on the Orville. Right. Yeah. So it's like it's 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 like an episode. It's like, and it's definitely like you know something that's not really. You know, it's something that, like, was kind of addressed, and, you know, I think we were talking about it on the last episode, just, like, mm-hmm. um, My So-Called Life. Right. Because that, that had the first um, um, introduction of, like, a gay teenager. Sure. And just, like, and just like acceptance for sexual orientation. There was, uh, like, I mean, Happy st- Days had several gay teenagers. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right. Ron Howard. <laughs> yeah, uh, like, you, uh, baby. <laughs> but, like, um, was that Ron Howard? No, I'm yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. I, I see that hanky hanging out your back pocket. I know what you <laughs> like, boy. So yeah, so it's like, so this is kind of like, you know, now it's like where this is more like now, you know, where um, gender is like is is now like at the forefront of your mind and just mm-hmm. like and but it's not really discussed. You know, we okay. have like we have we've had you know our stories of sexual orientation acceptance. Mm-hmm. And now it's like now for trans acceptance, and now, yeah. and, now and this is this episode that brings it up. Yeah, yeah. So bravo for the the politics of this episode aren't bad. Yeah. I mean, it can be looked at as something, but I don't think that's what it intends. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like kind of set it up like, oh, these gay dads trans their <laughs> trans yeah. their daughter at birth, yeah. but it, but it definitely seems like yeah, it's supposed to be like more like that oh, we're. Yeah. gender affirming surgery right it, it it explores like trans rights in an interesting way that i think could have been done better but mm. still bravo for them approaching it yeah it could have this i mean they could have like tell like made it more concise Cause yeah because I, yeah. I do feel like we have a lot of back and forth between topa and grayson mm-hmm. that probably could have like been condensed just just for just for story's sake because i feel like it's kind of like prolonged i think almost it seems like they're just like filling time in this episode mm-hmm. and also yeah like you know we just had like the introduction of the um of the thing that was able to uh to uh to show to show what like the speculate what these aliens look like mm-hmm. and i thought that was going to be a initial gender affirming thing for topo right. where they're going to use the same technology to show um topo you know them as a female. Yeah, they don't really bring that back. They don't really bring that back, and I thought, I thought, and I thought that was the whole. I was like, at this point, we had figured out like that was like what was going on with Topa, mm-hmm. and so I thought like, oh well, this is going to be a device that's going to be be important later. But no, and even when they go to, I think there's a point where, you know, later on they also go. It seems like again that they're going to use it, like when they go in the holodeck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just like, 
You're not still not using it? <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but no. <laughs> so over at the bar, Topa is reading something when Grayton, Grayson enters. Uh, she asks how he's doing or they're doing, and they say that they're fine and they'll be all right. Grayson is suspicious of this and tells Topa that sometimes when she's feeling low, she has a slice of kimbok cake and says if they search the database hard enough, they might find a recipe that they like, mm-hmm. which is very suggestive. Yes. I bet it's, I bet it's her porn stash. <laughs> uh, so in their quarters, Topa searches kimbok cake and finds a hidden file. Well, first they find the cake. Well, Which first they find looks, the cake. Oh, yeah. It looks pretty yeah, delicious. And they, and, but, yeah, they... they <laughs> Seems like a cake with, like, a like a little, like, uh, chocolate egg or something in the middle. It yeah, like, and there's some some things on top that look tasty, too. Yeah, I, I was like, damn, I'd, I'd fuck mm-hmm. that cake up. Yeah, so they can't they can't find a password, so they go and order some cake. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Kimbok looks pretty good, and an incoming message comes through, and it's the correct password. What? Whoa, who sent that? The file contains... Uh, and there's a lot of this where it, like, cuts immediately from, like, a kind of suggestive, like, big revelation thing to mm-hmm. the next scene. Yeah. Uh, and it's kind of like a predictable writing style that's fine, but it's very, like, procedural yeah. fucking CSI type writing, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, and also I feel like they're probably showing it. I think. I mean, I'm guessing, like, they're showing us the scene that they watched in the holodeck later. Right. Like that's that's what I'm guessing they showed. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm guessing they didn't actually show the surgery. Oh yeah, I think it did show like the court proceedings or whatever mm-hmm. from the. But like I was like, what are they watching? I was, I was kind of feeling like, oh maybe, oh this is why I probably should have seen previous episodes because I could <laughs> kind of know what's what, going. whatever. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. So in medical bay, the doctor is treating somebody. And who- who's the doctor played by? Uh, yeah, what is she in? Cassidy Yates. Uh, oh, that, that is Cassidy Yates. Yep. You're right. Holy shit. I didn't yeah. even realize that. I was like, she looks familiar. What's <laughs> she been in? I feel like she's been yeah. like a principal in something. That's Yeah, that's Cisco's, uh, yeah, Cisco's yeah. wife. Yeah, okay. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then his like wife again after. Mm-hmm. Or, he put her in jail. Yeah. For, <laughs> I mean, she did collaborate with a monkey. So, yeah. You know. Um, I'm glad that she's still kind of just like in a Star Trek adjacent type product. That is pretty cool. And she's a pretty good doctor. I like her enough. Um, So in medical, the doctor is treating someone who tried to eat a Bolidian Tark and had an allergic reaction. Uh, This this is kind of an attempt at humor. It doesn't really work for me. No, I, I, I was like, oh, this, is this guy supposed to be funny? But <laughs> I, I think he's supposed to be like some of the comic reliefs. Like the, the I, I was kind of getting the sense maybe he's supposed to be like a Tom Paris type character. Again, a, a we're little, speculating because like, he seemed to be uh, at, he seemed to be at the helm later on. Right. So I'm guessing that he's a pilot, but uh-huh. like uh, I'm not sure. We're speculating. We don't know. This is the first yeah. episode of the Orville we've seen. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. So uh, Grayson comes in to talk uh, to Grayson. Oh, sorry, Grayson comes in to talk about Topa and wants to know if she's done a bad thing. Mm. Then it cuts away. Very mm-hmm. very predictable writing here. Yeah. So uh, later, Topa's parents are talking and apparently Topa missed a cultural game of theirs. They can... They Where, go I to guess their... like throw the egg or something. Yeah. Seemed like, well, it seemed like a football type game. Like, yeah. what, I think that was a ball that, that he was holding. I have no idea. Yeah. I, do, I don't really pay attention to sports. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, trying to figure out what... Because like, they mentioned the game. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to figure out what it was. Mm-hmm. Just like what the game... Like, I don't know. I was just like, like, what kind of game are they playing? But... Oh. Yeah. 
So what did you come up with? Did you come up with? Well, some I was kind of wondering if that was actually sort of like a a thing that opened up into like a board game, or is it like? Oh, okay. a, but I think it like was it's a box kind of thing. But I think it was. It is more like a football or rugby type game that they play with it. Where is Topa? He missed Jumanji. <laughs> He missed Jumanji train. He missed Settlers of Catan. <laughs> we have just summoned Robin Williams. Um, he missed Warhammer 40k. <laughs> that would be sick. How come they, yeah, they should be playing Warhammer 40k. And, like, stuff. Yeah, they can just, they can fucking just materialize anything they want, yeah. including painted Warhammer 40k figures. And 40k is in their future still. So. That's true. So that's still playing like a future game. Right cool <laughs> you can just play it on the holodeck and not have to deal with figures oh yeah yeah actually be a space marine just be mm-hmm. like a weird hulking freak in a in a suit yeah yeah that's pretty cool and have sex <laughs> and in have a suit sex. i'm not even sure if they have sex i don't think i'm not even sure they have genitals why would you be a space marine if you can't have sex what's the point of fighting if you because can't, they're they're made can't have love they're just living and dying for the for do, the emperor do you think that's what they do with the board do you think they just take off their their genitals and the borg are like well put it into a, they put it into a blender and feed it to them right right yeah, right. Pro- yeah yes yeah uh, <laughs> open up for your cock shake <laughs> no i think oh uh, yeah i think no they i think they still have it i think they, they just like kind of just like milk them basically mm-hmm. and that's why they make the borg babies oh yeah keep going I'm almost done. <laughs> um so, uh, the parents go to the quarters because that's where Topa's reported and they confront their parents about being born female and show them the file. And Bordis says it's true. Uh, Topa is incredulous, but Bordis says it's for their own well-being, and they had no plan on telling them really. Topa says their entire life had been a lie. Uh, and their culture definitely seems deeply misogynistic here. I'm yeah. not sure exactly what the exactly conditions why, are. Like, yeah. Like, is it like, is it like Ferengi where just like, I don't know, it's kind of always been that way culturally and it's never gotten better. Yeah. It just, yeah, it definitely seems like they have probably existed for, cause like with, with zero females to mm-hmm. their knowledge, like any, no. it seems like any women and their that are born in their culture are, uh, made to uh, transition, right? Or maybe die. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Like, but because we we don't we I don't know. This is of course our first introduction to it. So right. <laughs> just, we're just we're just like taking what mm-hmm. we see. Right. Um. So Topa was taught that to be a woman was to be inferior. Yeah. Bordius is the better parent here, obviously, and says that they love them for everything they are and were. And the other one's just a fucking dickhead about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was. They really go all out to make this as like a realistic reaction mm-hmm. to like how like you know some parents do react. No, this is straight up like out of a school board meeting. Almost. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's it's actually like I, I I don't know. I I think the line for line writing isn't great. The overall story is pretty good, mm-hmm. and the acting is really good. Yeah. Uh, kind yeah. of in that order. Yeah, I was I was surprised they really did just go all out with the dick dad and make the dick dad an irredeemable villain. Yeah, yeah. Like I was just like, damn, like he doesn't even. No, learn they, a, they, they take a side definitely. He yeah. doesn't even learn a lesson at least um, until at least in this episode. I'm not, yeah. We're not sure if he does later. Yeah. But like I was just like, but you know that's the reality. 
you know, trans people face, mm -hmm. you know, with family members. It's like, and with family guy and family guy yeah. just like, yeah, sometimes you do just have like family members, you know, people that you love in your life that just cannot accept your decision. Right. And, and choose to burn bridges rather than, than cross them. Right. <laughs> and choose so, yeah. just not to accept who you are instead yeah. of, uh, yeah. Accepting their self and their shittiness instead. Exactly. And just wallow in their filth. Mm -hmm. So uh, with Grayson, Topa's father shows up and he's fucking pissed. Yeah, dick bad. He says he wants to break her neck, but she stands her ground. They have an argument and he tries to strangle her, but she beats him and he leaves. Mm -hmm. He's kind of a weak dude. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the acting here is actually really good. Yeah. I really like the scene. It was like a little melodramatic, but like done on like a pretty good like TNG type mm -hmm. overacting, DS9 type overacting kind of way. Yeah, yeah. Um, later, Grayson is in a lounge and Bordis enters and says they need help with Topa. Grayson apologizes to him, but Bordis says he is the one who gave Topa the password. Uh, Bordis has a meltdown, and I'm actually really on board with the most of the actors here, especially Bordis. Mm. Bordis is fucking killing it. Uh, a little tear came to my eye. Yeah, yeah, Bordis is doing the right thing. Hell yeah, good, good dad. Good dad shit right here. Mm. So later, the doctor comes in and gives a report to Grayson and Captain uh, Gay Baby. And uh, <laughs> doctor says she thinks Grayson did the right thing, and they should just listen to Topa for now. Topa is sad and wishes they did not know, but then recants. They ask what to do. They say they wish they could meet a female of their own kind, but their father will not allow it. Mm. So Grayson takes Topa to, like, the holodeck. The simulation deck, I think is what they call it there. Yeah, it's a holodeck. Sure, yeah, it's a holodeck. And shows them a room where their fate was decided. And they show a female of her kind. And apparently, like, it was decided they were going to be made female in, like, a big trial, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess like I kind of want to know what happened because it seemed like from that you want to know what happened, you gotta watch the Orville, baby. <laughs> yeah, from that courtroom scene, it's like it seemed like that the um, that the female, whatever their species is called, um, came out of like hiding or something to mm -hmm. speak up on on behalf of Topa back then. Yeah, the, I think. Yeah, they uh, they were living like in a mountain town or yeah. something like that. And so then, it's like, do is that the kind of like. So was that like taking a huge like personal risks to be known? Like, right. Because I, like, I was kind of wondering what the fate of that uh, person's person was mm -hmm. after after coming forward because it seemed like, you know, they they it was it was a necessity to be hiding from public view right. to not be like harassed or killed because mm -hmm. that's kind of like um, like Dick Dad, like his um, argument um, against. Uh, Topa going through with this is like that there would be it'd be at great personal risk by their entire species. So that's that's uh, what my parents told me growing up about being gay and also about dating uh, black people or my mom <laughs> yeah. at least. And like yeah. since then they've like become a lot better about oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah, they've grown a lot. But but it, but it does seem in like in their in this species culture like maybe killing mm -hmm. women is like acceptable maybe i so, mean yeah maybe it's yeah. like a very conservative culture like yeah so i, I yeah i kind of i kind of yeah i mean uh yeah that's the thing i was like uh should i 
guess I should watch this show so I can know more. Like, but yeah, I was. You don't want to, but it's not a bad show. No, it's not a bad show. It yeah. gives me like middling TNG vibes. Yeah, you know, it's like it's not a ten on everything, but it does some things very well and does some things mediocrely. To, yeah, to, to where it makes it like a competent Star Trek feeling show. It feels more like Star Trek to me than Star Trek Discovery does. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I, I do or think Picard. For I do the most think part. it could have been like really cut down into a tight 45 minutes. Oh, it could have. Yeah. It definitely could have. <laughs> they could have dropped some stuff and like done a lot less atmospheric stuff. They could have dropped all of the songs. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, that's the one thing about Seth MacFarlane is he loves like show his, tunes. Show tunes. He loves and all his that fucking. Stuff. He loves his Frank Sinatra. And shit. They have a Frank Sinatra song in this episode. Yeah, and that's why when it was com- when it started happening, I started laughing. Yeah, me like, too. I, I was just like, like, of course. I yeah. was like, I think this this is a Frank Sinatra song, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah. And it was. Um, yeah. So, um, the simulation plays, and the female of her kind makes an impassioned speech. And Topa cries. Later, the doctor uh, with Grayson and Topa, and Topa says, they want to be female. Mm-hmm. So they've decided to make a transition. So at this point, they are socially female. We will refer to Topa as she. Mm-hmm. So Topa's father, the dick one, is fucking pissed again. Yes. Grayson takes the opposite side and they argue. Bordis thinks that Grayson is correct. And Topa has the right to decide. She also wants gender-affirming surgery. Mm-hmm. Topa's father says Topa is too young to make the decision. Grayson calls out his hypocrisy. Yeah, so I couldn't figure out how old Topa was. I, uh, Topa's not of age yet. Topa's mm-hmm. like not a child, but not of age. I think they're like a Wesley Crusher, like 15, 16, 17, 18, something like that. Okay, but I was, cause also I was wondering, like, well, when did they because like, were they given surgery as a child cause, or did they grow up very fast because yeah like, they, they were they were given like surgery as a child yeah because that's why i was wondering because like child, that, what, that episode mm-hmm. that was referenced that's the trial where I, i'm guessing topo was a baby mm-hmm. but it seems like it was probably like a like a season one and season two episode i'm guessing mm-hmm. so i was yeah. like is it just do these species grow up very fast right, or right. like i'm not I, i'm not because sure. it could be like a kess type thing where, yeah yeah. Like, do they or do they spend very very little time as a like as a baby and then like instantly become a child for several years? But I don't know. Like, I'm not willing to do the research. No. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. That's on you, buddy. You should have. You, you, this is you should look up your questions. Yeah, I should have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I just like having the, I, having the questions hang. Do you? Yeah, you just like the mystery. I like the mystery. You have to like having to go back and watch the Oville. The Oville. So, um. Topa's father, the dick one, is fucking pissed again. Uh, him and Grayson argue. Bord- that dude would be mad. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Captain Cleveland show says the decision only requires one parent, ultimately, and Bordis is on Topa's side. Topa's dick father threatens to leave Bordis. Speaking with an ambassador or admiral or something, she tells the main crew that this is a highly political and divisive decision. She orders the doctor not to perform the seizure, procedure. Uh, Grayson says all the legal boxes are checked, uh, but uh, Captain American Dad says the Macklins are deciding rights. And the Admiral says if they want to get the procedure done elsewhere, they can, but it's clear they'd never make it without union protection. So basically, there's like no hope for Topa to get gender affirming surgery anywhere. No. It's 
too politically divisive. Yeah, that's why I was wondering. Like, I, that's why I was like wondering if they were going to ki- kill Topa over it. Mm-hmm. So, like, because like now, like, are like I'm wondering if this does affect the rest of the series. Because now, does that affect like their all future interactions with that species? Mm-hmm. Like, if this ship comes across another sh- like a ship of the Macklins or whatever, because mm-hmm. it seems like they're like they are in like their galactic federation. Yeah, like as where you know the Klingons aren't, but like it seems like these Klingons are. Mm-hmm. But like, um, so yeah, I was wondering if this was, is going to cause problems. I mean, I'm guessing it will cause problems further down the line. Yeah, but you know, it's yeah. neither here nor there right now. But it's also politically advantageous in the end. We'll get to that. Though, yeah, so. yeah. The Admiral says their hands are tied. Uh, Bordis decides to tell Topa along with Grayson. So Topa is incensed. She asks when they get to decide uh, how to live their life. She says that they hate the universe. Grayson decides to console them, but they accept being male and live in anger. Mm-hmm. Um, we're still going to refer to her as she. Yeah. Because, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so back at the archaeological dig from the beginning, the doctor heals. This is also a weird time to come back to this. It is. I, 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 I didn't like this breakup, and it was like they did it. Yeah, this is a B plot that ultimately didn't matter at all. It was just a yeah. reason for them to be in orbit somewhere and do another plot. Yeah, that that that's why. I like I I like the idea that it that that the A plot and the B plot mm-hmm. were going to commingle with no. like that technology they use. No, you know, not for, at all to benefit because not that would have made sense to integrate it that way. Yeah. But instead, yeah, it's just like this no, other the, the, set piece for the them B, to go to. The B plot is <laughs> kind of a big, big wet fart. Yeah, yeah. It really it serves no purpose yeah. ultimately, and, and and unless like these this thing comes back down further mm. in the series, it just seemed like a completely unnecessary thing. Like it this was. this story could have been told solely on the ship, mm-hmm. like without like this sort of right. Like, it could have been more of a thing. bottle episode type. Thing. Yeah, it, it could have been, been a bottle episode. Yeah, just like uh-huh. just like a courtroom type episode, mm-hmm. you know. But they, they needed to spend like the ten million dollars an episode they're giving him. Yeah, because I was about to say like that's a. It seemed like you know they built no, the whole it's outside very very well produced. Yeah, like yeah. they have like an entire desert desert set with mm-hmm. like a massive um, ruins and mm-hmm. stuff, and it's just like yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, I would have. I would have liked to have something come out of that, or not have it at all. And that, I think right. that would have like actually probably cut enough time to make mm-hmm. like the story. Because like, yeah, because also like the given like the severity and weight of the story mm-hmm. that 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 they're telling. Because like, so far we have like you know self harm. Mm-hmm. We have or like or like allusions to self harm. Yep. We have like a parent um, disowning their child. It's, we have it's, tra- it's the guy who wrote Family Guy. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's got to have like these weird interludes that like try <laughs> to make funny things happen and just yeah. don't make sense. And yeah, I, mean, I was, I was no, just thinking he, like I was thinking with given given the given the the weight of the subject matter, mm-hmm. like cut like quickly like cutting to like this other scene and it's basically just to, and just to basically have like you know kind of like the. The, the the solution come yeah. up but i think feel like this could have been done anywhere else like, it could it should have been done like in the uh, like the fucking ready room or like oh yeah it should have there should in have the been conference a, room kind yeah of this, thing. This it should have been a round table like people yeah, talking it out yeah de- you're definitely correct because like it should have been like like yeah like this this would have affected like 
because like yeah it's like it's such a such a head, heady you know heavy subject like mm-hmm. yeah like you know like captain family guy should have been like okay well we're going to have to my ready room we're going to have we're going to discuss this and it should have been like the back and forth mm-hmm. you know make like having doing the problem solving yeah so the doctor wonders if they resign their commission if they could perform the procedure on topa mm-hmm. because that that basically works with all of the stipulations that the admiral gave them yeah uh, the captain says it's dangerous, and Grayson says that they've dedicated their life to the Union and serving it. Uh, captain Peter Griffin says that he could do it, or that the doctor could do it, but they'd have to have full, plausible deniability. Mm-hmm. And he keeps talking about that in this episode. Basically, the captain is always only trying to cover everybody's ass, and he's not really active or like coming up with any solutions himself. <laughs> no, yeah, I was going to say like he really doesn't do anything in this episode. No, he's he's kind of like just a yes and. Like, yeah, which which makes sense because it's an ensemble ca- ensemble cast. So it's yeah, like, it's fine that he's giving like other people the spotlight, but yeah. I feel like is a starring cast member, he's not really doing anything. Also, it's like also like. Um, given like this is a decision on his ship, mm-hmm. like he should have been taking a more active role, like in it. Like I mean, he tries to take responsibility, but yeah. ultimately, no punishment whatsoever. But yeah, but yeah, it should have. Yeah, like this the, the, should have been like ready room thing where yeah. he's just like options. Yep. So suddenly, Isaac has an option. Isaac the robot. He says he's not a commissioned officer. Uh, he's technically an emissary, and his title was never changed. Mm. He says he could perform the procedure using the ship's data. He says he could definitely be a doctor, and the doctor agrees. Uh, Captain Family Guy officially orders him not to do it for plausible deniability. Yeah. But he's not an officer, so how can he order him to not to do it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No. He could have he been like, yeah, just like, well, you know, have fun in, fun in the medical bay for a little while. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> So back up on the ship, a shipwide announcement is made that Bordis will be doing a musical that night for the whole ship, uh, and the whole ship RSVPs immediately. They spend a considerable amount on extras going to the concert. There's, like, there's so like, many people. There's like 200 extras that they paid for this scene, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, for like half a day, they probably paid like 20 grand, 30 grand just in people, for just for this scene. Yeah. That's a fucking show, man. That was a lot, and I, I was wondering, like, is like, is it because like everyone on the ship is com- complicit in this? Do they all the all do they all know? Like, and that's why they're all going to the no, show. I or, think Bordis is just popular. Bordis is just popular. Okay, mm-hmm. like yeah, because I was like, they they all want to hear Bordis do a musical. Yeah, that's what that I didn't get. I was like, well, I I was wondering if it was like a just it giant was, show of solidarity. I, I think it was basically like I think he's kind of the wharf. Like if yeah. wharf was doing a musical, yeah. everyone on the ship would go because they'd yeah. want to see that. Yeah, that's yeah. That, that's the only thing that kind of left me like uh, like kind of curious. Like mm-hmm. it was just a giant show of solidarity for Topa at this point. Yeah, or was it? Or because like, but but then again, you also want as little few people to know about this as possible, right? So they so or yeah, they're like okay, so oh, was it just Bordis was very popular? Yeah, so. yeah. So, um, they spend a considerable amount. Oh no, they already did that. So a kid comes in and plays a piano, followed by Bordis, who uh, <laughs> at first says the key is too high. This is mean the, to the child. This is the only time I laughed in this episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that key is too high. No, <laughs> and the kid's like, ah. 
Yeah. Um, and then he sings Nature Boy by Nat King Cole. Pretty good song, but yeah. is, I don't know, kind of showing way too much of Seth MacFarlane in this, I think. Yeah, I was like, I was like, okay, this is, this is a Seth MacFarlane thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So it's a great rendition, but I wish they'd stop padding this episode out to an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> Because I got to write fucking notes on this shit. And that takes like three hours when it's this long, you know? Yeah. And yeah, like there is, there is definitely like a lot of opportunities to really like make this nice and tight. Mm -hmm. They just chose to nice and tight, nice and tight. You called me. It's the fuck machine. (laughs) Mr. Man here to fuck my, some pussy, some, some bussy, some holes and some poles. You know what I'm saying? Get some snags. Oh yeah, blasting some snares. Yeah, but you know we got an hour and fifteen instead of forty-five, but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. As we come up on an hour and five minutes, Um, so (laughs) Isaac the robot walks through an empty hallway. Uh, Isaac comes to Topa and requests that she come with him. Mm -hmm. Isaac is basically the fake dancing robot from that Elon Musk press press conference you remember <laughs> yeah. that thing it looks Yo, like oh man yeah. i forgot about that really? like uh, yeah. what do you masturbate to not knowing that thing exists oh bummer man yeah it's kind of funny i guess they did definitely just drop that because it's like well that that was that was bullshit <laughs> yeah absolute horse crap yeah so topa has some easiness and isaac reassures him with some bedside manner and tells him they're safe yeah. kind of i do like how like um how like it was clear like Isaac was just accessing something on bedside manner. Yeah, but it was kind of sweet in the same it was, way. It was sweet, cause, but, it, uh, it's, yeah. but it, it seems like Isaac doesn't actually feel any mm-hmm. sort of compassion. Right. Like, it's you know, um, Isaac's like Data. Mm-hmm. Oh, da- Data just is like, you know, just kind of like, you know, doesn't necessarily, experiences emotions in different ways. Right, right. <laughs> or, and, but Isaac seems to be kind of like, kind of almost less or just like, doesn't have any sort of like, thoughts or feelings on it mm-hmm. just like just does it so do you think he fucks though i mean i think so okay at the end of this episode yeah maybe yeah so we'll, maybe. we'll talk about we'll it we'll talk so, about it so uh suddenly uh with isaac and topa alone topa's dickhead father comes in and isaac protects topa from yeah him. that that was pretty sick yeah, <laughs> he's it was. just like he's like i'm gonna fuck you yeah up. he fucking gives him the business and almost breaks his hand it's yeah. pretty sick uh, this motherfucker, though, Topa's dick-ass, bitch-ass father, he weak as hell. Well, I think Isaac's very strong. Yeah, but but he also got his ass beat in, like, one stroke by fucking Grayson. That's true. That's why I was like wondering. I was like, are they a warrior culture like Klingons? No, I think, I, think, I think it's just a weak-ass, manlit culture. <laughs> yeah. Like, big old, big old guys who work out a lot and yeah. suck. Yeah, get, get that suck on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... The procedure begins and Bordis finishes uh, his set with a Frank Sinatra tune because Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. <laughs> Seth MacFarlane. Uh, Topa wakes from the procedure and takes their first steps. Mm. They look at themselves in a mirror and truly see themselves for the first time and a smile spreads across their face. And this yeah. this moment actually kind of got me. Yeah, it was nice. Kind of got me. Uh, their ship enters orbit, the, the, the Orville enters mm-hmm. orbit with another ship and the admiral wants to meet with the captain and also, grayson uh the ship design is very strange to me it's whatever it's fine it's very like uh no corners kind of yeah blobby. it, it kind of seems like they wanted to like they wanted to stay really away from, differentiate themselves from star yeah, trek so you know? like no warp nacelles so like i guess what act as the warp nacelles are actually like a loop 
three loops that go around. Right. And because I was wondering, is like, is that just is that just like serve the function of a warp nacelle? So that's probably mm-hmm. just like all engineering, like warp, like yeah. like warp core type thing. There, sure. But sure, that's yeah. that's what I think. Yeah, but it was it was a very very strange design. Yep. Uh, so the Admiral wants to meet with the Captain and Grayson. She excoriates them for their actions, and the Captain tries to take full responsibility. But fortunately, their action was politically advantageous, as it has made the Mocklin more uh, ardent in their hatred and uh, has strengthened their allyship with the Union. Yeah, because they, they don't like the robots? They don't. I mean, uh, so Isaac's race, before Isaac died, I think it was an actual like race of, of being, I think. I don't know. I don't know mm. if they're against the robot people or against... Because Isaac like, was... I, I don't know the deal with Isaac. I don't know if he was a robot who tried to kill himself as a robot or if he was a, a, a being that killed himself. I think he was has always been was a robot. put into a robot. I think he always I, was a robot. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. So it was like, wait, are they at war with robots right now? Like, I don't know, man. But, what it, but yeah, it just seems like... But then that just seems makes Isaac look worse because now it's just like, yeah, now... So Isaac's enemy number one, and mm-hmm. as is Topa... So it's just like, does that mean like there's going to be like the fake Klingons like coming after them personally all the time now? I don't know. I mean, it depends if people know who did it and stuff. If they kind of protected anonymity and shit. Mm-hmm. So in Topa's quarters, uh, her dick father is packing, and her and Bordis try to get him to stay and ask for tolerance. She tells him that she loves him, and dickhead father says he wishes she were never born, which that is was fucked a, up. That, and I was just like, damn. They, fucked up. They I went know. there. That I was, was like, that was, uh, that was wild as fuck. I mean, but fucking parents say this to their children. They and do. Shit, they and do. it's fucking fucked. I, I think this would have been a good good point where Borda should have, like, punched him or something. Yeah. Borda yeah, should have been like, fuck you, dude. Yeah. And, and, like, really fucked him up. Yeah. He like, should have gotten beaten a third time in this episode because yeah. he's a weak little bitch. Though I am, I I do hold out hope. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean who knows? I mean, is there, there's only three seasons of this show, right? Right. So, far. So like, I'm wondering if, like, yeah, maybe if not in this season. Like, well, I mean, this is, like, the... Uh, are they only doing 10 episodes i think so i mean how yeah. can they afford more than that Jesus yeah Christ, <laughs> every, every episode looks so expensive mm-hmm. that's why you know yeah tng was able to do 26 because they have the cave episodes or the or the just the ship episodes right, right, right. <laughs> so but like um yeah I'm, I'm hoping like maybe at the end of this season like you know dick dad like Come, has it come to Jesus moment, or like uh, gets exploded or something? Gets exploded, but I I think they like I think transphobes getting exploded. That shit rules, <laughs> baby. But I, I I do how to have it is sort of like you know like TNG where mm-hmm. you know they change the heart and minds of like of you know they're able to debate their villains yeah. <laughs> and then like and the villains change their mind based mm-hmm. on new facts yeah. so i'm hoping i'm hoping um dick dad doesn't stay dick dad forever i'm hoping we'll hope, i'm we'll hoping hope. but, i'm hoping dick dad accepts topo yeah, eventually not but, not in this episode but maybe one but, but we do love that we have bordis who is a great dad in this yes episode, yeah and bordis, really stands by his daughter yes. and her decisions and uh right here uh he tells her she's perfect yeah also a moment totally got me Yes. Yeah, that was really sweet. Yeah. So later, the doctor tells Isaac that they did a great thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, She wonders if that means something uh, 
for him, the robot, but he says he uh, did it to advantage himself by making the crew like him more because the crew liked Topa. Mm. Uh, the doctor says he's the most honest man she's ever met and hold his hand, holds his hand and asks if he wants to have dinner. Hells yeah. He agrees. And they walk off together. She's going to fuck a robot. She's going to fuck a she robot. She's going to fuck that robot. <laughs> uh, later, Topa is eating some cake and Grayson calls her. She wonders if she'd like to sit in the command chair for departure to the next de- destination. And she says she would. She mm. goes up to the bridge and gives the command to engage. Oh, the end. Very cute. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, like, uh, I think like it was had a good message. Like, yeah. Um, I yeah, just like the only thing for me is like, yeah, should have should have been a tighter episode. Mm. <laughs> like, I do feel like there was probably too. I think a little too much back and forth between Topa and Grayson that could have been... They could have cut a good 15 minutes. It could have been a tight hour, honestly. Yeah, it could have been a tight hour, yeah. Like, I mean, I, I think maybe 41 minutes might have been, you know, like a, a... Or 42 minutes, like a regular, like, TNG episode. Mm-hmm. Might have been a little too little for this to let it breathe because I did like the space they gave it and mm-hmm. I did like the score to it and, yeah, I was and how they say, didn't like, have music all the time. Yeah, I was about to say like the song in the beginning sounded very Jurassic Parkish almost. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> like I was like I, I did like a lot of the music except mm-hmm. like I did laugh at, you know, as we said, like the 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 typical Seth MacFarlane musical choices. Right. Um but yeah the music was good. Um and I would have yeah, as I said before, I would have liked a a integration between the A and B plot mm-hmm. that would have like tied the sci-fi element and and ha- use the you have a sci have a sci-fi like approach to also like the human human problem right. and just like and just have that sort of like just kind of just to make the episode like flow better I think right. just like just like instead of like these weird awkward cuts to like an archaeology <laughs> right right dig while while like um a child is being disowned by her father yeah and the, the archaeology <laughs> dig i don't know they, they could have done something with that plot to uh, yeah like you said mm-hmm. to make like the 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 sexual reconstruction or something if they didn't have records yeah. of like that exactly yeah give mm-hmm. get like use use the um the predictive software to to give um like uh, Topa, an early gender affirming right, type right, thing, right. Where, and just and and just give them some hope, right? And and <laughs> yeah, yeah, and just like give 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 Topa an idea of what of of a be, of a, of of what of an ideal um, mm. existence for themselves, and oh. and that would have been it would have been cute and fun, and and just also and then at, and and made them even want the surgery even more. Mm. And and know that this and and kind of maybe also y- and use that as like a way arguing point with um, Topa's dads. Yeah, yeah. But you know, but you know, got what we got. But mm-hmm. I did like the episode. Yeah. Um. It, it. I think it's very important. Um. Subject to talk about. You know, it's like something that doesn't make its way into uh, normal television <laughs> at all. And so it's just like it's it's refreshing to see, you know, it was surprising it came from um, Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was uh, pleasantly surprised with the episode. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. I, I would like honestly give it a solid seven five, maybe eight out of ten. Yeah, I was actually, um, uh, yeah, I was being since it was like the Orville. Like I wasn't, 
I, like I wasn't sure whether or not it, like Orville is like was like a comedy. So I was expecting. Yeah, just I, like, I heard uh, TNG with dick jokes. There yeah. wasn't like a lot of great humor in here. I didn't think. I, th- I think that's where it fell the flattest. I think the humor in TNG honestly is better most of the time. Yeah, no. and uh, yeah, it's strange enough. And and yeah, like um, and one thing that really like sad soured me on the Orville was just like mm. how people discussed it in like places like Star Trek shit posting. Yeah, where they're like it's Star Trek with, with blackjack and hookers or something, and I was just like groaned and made me roll my eyes. Yeah, so I was just like, okay, whatever. So I think I think that really like marred my, any sort of like interest i had in the show mm-hmm. <laughs> so because it's like because they just made it seem very like um just like you know soy bacon type shit yeah and so i i i, I had i had zero interest <laughs> in soy bacon stuff so yeah maybe we should have done soy orville soy orville yeah i feel like that's a must, much less congested podcast category <laughs> yeah, yeah. than yeah. star trek yeah 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 that's I mean, when's the, when are they still making Orville seasons, or has it been canceled? Uh, I don't know. I think I think they're still deciding or something. I don't think a fourth season has actually been approved, but I don't think it's been canceled either. Mm. Um, yeah, I was surprised there was only three. For some reason, I thought there was like seven. Well, it's kind of fucking. Um, it appears the Orville season four has been canceled and will be returning as of three days ago. Oh, that's that's that's, that's mm-hmm. very that's very strange. Mm-hmm. That's it's very convenient. <laughs> so yeah. it, so there is no more Warville? Uh probably not. I guess. Yeah. So. Mm. Uh-huh. Um, you so know, maybe, maybe we'll never know what the fate of Topa's dad, yeah. Dick Dad, is. What, what what's happens to Captain Family Guy? What happened to Captain Family Guy? Yeah. Does he get killed by the gay baby? <laughs> let's hope so. Know. Yeah, let's let's hope so. Let's yeah. hope we have a crossover. Yeah, yeah, it does thing. Like, I mean, I you know, I, I know it wasn't a Captain Family Guy episode, but mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't really buy him as a captain. No, no, he's, he seems more like the managerial type, who's not a good like leader type exactly. Yeah, yeah mm. I, I mean, it's just because it, I just think that maybe he wasn't the focus of this episode, so I didn't really mm. get to know him as a character. Right. Because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure if he's, I'm not sure what his character is. Besides, no, maybe just white guy. Be, yeah, besides just probably playing himself like right, he's just right. playing like brian sure. you know which is like you know brian's his like stand-in and family guy so mm-hmm. i'm guessing this is just him being himself and in space so but who knows yeah. i mean we're speculating mm-hmm. but i just didn't really see any sort of like personality from him in this uh, yeah i mean i mean this was a topa episode and a grayson episode definitely this episode so. sure sure yeah we got we got we, we, we got, got we copious got, amounts of them and i thought they all did pretty good yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, got, I think we got more of a sense of like who Isaac is, you know? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> yeah, I definitely feel like Isaac probably had had more of a um, impact and on this episode than Captain Family Guy, but you know. Oh, materially, definitely. Yeah, like, yeah. it couldn't have gotten done without Isaac. Isaac was the deciding factor in here. Yeah, that made it so like they didn't really have to change any of the major cast or storyline or anything. Yeah, yeah. Because if the Doctor resigned their commission, that'd be fucked. Yeah, you know, we, want, if, we don't want to lose Cassidy Yates just yet. Right, right. Uh, if like Bordis took them to go to like another planet, they'd take Bordis out of the cast. Yeah. Um, you know, same with Grayson. There's, mm. you know, b- basically all of the possibilities uh, besides this would have like kind of put a major change in the show. So this is the, kind of the obvious outcome, I think. Yeah, yeah. That was a good episode. Like, 
Yeah, I mean, it, I guess it, it could be seen as you did mention earlier. Something we should probably talk about. Yeah, is it could be seen as a detransition narrative. Yeah, basically because they are a trans person already, at least medically, mm-hmm. being that they were born female but assigned male at birth after extensive surgery. I think mm-hmm. so. That one's a fucking can of worms that we are. Yeah. Not going to really approach. No. The only thing I got to say is trans rights. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We should just see it in the positive light. Cause yeah, cause he, you kind of, it's kind of almost seen, it could be read as a, um, conservative nightmare, you mm-hmm. know, gay dads transing their daughter. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. so like, um, but like, um, but you know, it was, it was sort of like, yeah, just a way to tell a trans story in a space setting. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and like the dad is like an LGB, one of those motherfuckers, mm-hmm. the LGB who are against trans people. Yeah. LGB coalition, whatever they call it. Fuck oh, them. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a turf. Yeah. They can go fuck themselves. Yeah. They can go fuck themselves. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. 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 He just wants to go back to his planet of dudes. Yep. Suck some dick on the planet <laughs> of dudes. Planet of the dudes. Back to the glory hole with you, old man. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, maybe I'll. Maybe, God, will I have to watch this whole season? Se- I think you're gonna watch the Orville, brother. It's on my server in a great quality. The League of Vault. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. I mean, what else are you gonna do? But put your boohoo's in a basket, take them to town, try to well, sell them. You put the, you put the killer up on your Plex server, so I think I might be watching that. Oh yeah. Well, maybe love, I'll take I love, it off. I love, I love me some Michael Fassbender. He's yeah, awesome. You do. Yeah. You like him to Michael Foss bend you over. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know what you're saying. You pick it up what I'm putting down. <laughs> I'm gonna tweet him that. I'm gonna be like, hey, my, hey, hey, Michael, my, Michael, bend me over. <laughs> like, Foss at, bend me over. Ass, ass bend me over. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. You got it. And then he just blocks me. Yeah. Yeah. Man, restraining order. <laughs> and restraining Again. order. Again. You can't. And guess what, Michael Fassbender? Can't give me two. You yeah. have one against me. You can't get rid of my Michael Fassboner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe I'll watch it one day. Who knows? Well, I think that, uh, anyway, it's probably a good place for us to leave it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for trekking with the soy boys, girls, and other woodly beans. Hang dong and shock